Today, let's talk about uh, the recent attacks that have happened in the U.S. And, you know, we can discuss maybe who's to blame and what is happening. Uh, and then also, let's discuss why Manuel uh, Obrador or Andres Obrador, uh, president of Mexico, is saying that he blames Biden for this mass migration that is happening yet again into the U.S. So definitely some interesting topics. Uh, I hope you guys can stick around. But first, roll the intro. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH Show. We've been away away for for a little bit right josh we've been away for a little bit yeah yeah after witness protection yeah we had to go away for a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah after that last episode um yeah i know it's been it's been you know i think at this point like two weeks almost that we haven't done an episode and and you know jokes aside we've been busy my kids had a vacation and i decided to take some time with them out of nowhere so for all of you for the two of you that have missed us mom my wife, <laughs> uh, you know, we're back now. I will say that hopefully, hopefully here we'll back, we're back for good for some time. I also want to update you guys that I had a cool video that we did, but I never filmed, right? Which hopefully I'm not going to mention some stuff from that video. And it's people are going to be like, what are you talking about? Like that never aired It never aired. I, was, I think I'll never stop uh, hating myself for that one. It was such a good episode, but we'll fill you guys in. So essentially, for those of you guys uh, that saw our last episode, again, about two weeks ago, you know, there was a topic that I brought up, right? Josh and I agree on some things and disagree on others. We talked about, or I talked about black privilege. Again, you can check out the last video before this one, episode um, 107. Great episode, I think, is one of the episodes that has helped us the most in terms of people coming and really paying attention to our to our podcast. Um, definitely a lot of people that disagree and that's perfectly fine. Cause like Josh and I have said it before, that's, that's what this is about having a conversation, right? Even Josh and I don't, don't, they didn't see eye to eye on every single thing. And that's exactly what we want is to have a conversation and guess what? We can still be friends. We're still friends, right, Josh? I'm just saying like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. we weren't fighting for two weeks and yeah. we've only come on to good terms now. That's why we're doing the show now. Yeah. Yeah. We totally didn't break up for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it was good. I mean, it was a good episode, but we also got a lot of support for that episode. Right. And, and mm -hmm. you know, before anybody starts going off on the comments, yeah, it was probably all the white people. Stop it. It was, it was of all races, all shapes and colors that again, came to have an honest opinion, whether or not they agree with us and of support. Right. And that's again, the beautiful thing. So check out that episode guys, if you guys don't mind. And then also remember you can, you know, hear this episode and any episode on Spotify, a podcast or Google podcast. Now let's get into today's stories, right? Because whew, uh, we got a lot, we got a lot to unpack. So let's go to this little beautiful overlay. Um, the first story, uh, comes out of Florida. Good old Florida. That's like, the, you know, that one place that never stops giving. I think they call it herpes or something. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing Floridans. I'm playing, playing. Um, it's tragic, unfortunately, because we have article out of the TMZ, uh, which states 
spring break in Miami, two arrests for drugging. And I don't, we can't say certain words anymore, by the way, Josh, I forgot to tell you, I was catching oh, up okay. on some videos. Yeah. It looks like we're going to have to, you not only blur out this word right here, but also say, call it the R word because otherwise the algorithm is really aggressive and it'll take down our video. But some okay. of you guys hearing this will understand what we're referring to, especially if you're watching this. Um, R word, a woman, right? Later founded in hotel. Now, this story and the next story feature two or two of the same people. And this well, actually here is two people. But it, my point is that these are monsters, disgusting uh, individuals, right? That are irrelevant, right? When, when compared to the victims, the victims really is what we should focus on. In this case, here is a young lady, right? The victim of, of these monsters. A lot of people on social media have tried to politicize this and saying, oh, you see, they are black. Oh, the other guy, which the next story we're going to get into, was white. You want, you know what, for those of you guys that are, that are saying that and doing that, you know, that's, that's your prerogative. In my opinion, these are no more than disgusting, evil monsters, right? And, and they're going to be in prison for now. And, you know, good riddance, right? The victims really here is what we should focus on. Now, the young lady here, as according to the article, um, says that the Miami Beach cops have two men in custody for allegedly drugging and... Damn it! I have to bleep that one. Uh, a young woman who traveled uh, there alone for spring break. And cops say she was left for dead in her hotel. 24-year-old uh, Christine uh, Engel <clears throat> Engelhardt's mm -hmm. body was found in a hotel room last week after allegedly being carried up in a disorientated state by these two monsters, which I'm not going to say their names, whom police say um, assaulted her after drugging her. I'm going to bleep those words. But mm -hmm. it's it's disgusting, you know, that, that this took place. It's disgusting that, that, that this happened. And I'm not going to make it about race, right? Like, again, what I have seen commonly on social media, saying, oh, it's because they, these two guys are blacks and that's what they do. That's BS. That's BS. It, they, they, they could have been two white guys. They could have been two, two, two Hispanics or two Latinos, whatever they're calling us nowadays, right? And really what I want to talk about is what is happening out there when it comes to these type of crimes. In this case, the young lady, according to the article, um, had traveled there alone, right? And even had put out apparently a PSA herself um, when, when talking about kind of what happened. Right. Again, disgusting, right? That you have these type of men out there that are willing to to drug a woman, right? And then I think they call it essay. You're supposed to say essay now for that other two words. Right? And and do this kind of crime. What we're having here is not a hate crime. That's not the way I see it. This is not a, a race crime, right? This is simply a crime committed by disgusting beings. More importantly, what happens here is that you guys have to, you guys have to look out, right? And make sure that we keep us men accountable. I don't mean to sound a feminist here, but we do. Either one of these monsters could have stopped each other and said, Hey man, like, what are we doing here? Right? Which is goes to a story that we're going to cover as well in the next episode. 
regarding some famous YouTubers that did pretty much the exact same disgusting thing, right? Because of power, it's a power thing. And if you don't believe me, the YouTubers we're talking about, right? Or YouTuber is David Dobrik. And he himself said it. I wasn't aware of my power. We'll get into that one next episode. And it's very true. A lot of the times what happens, you know, drugs involved, maybe alcohol involved, who knows what's involved. And men don't stop each other. Now, I'm a father of two, of two girls, and I've said that before. And I'm not saying men don't get, you know, essayed and, and R-word. I'm not saying that. But commonly, the victims are women, right? Now, for many, many people that will argue out there, by the way, things like, oh, you know, you can't put a, a trans, you know, woman, an example, in the same league as, right, you know, actual women because they'll lose, whether it be an example, boxing or something like that. And we'll have that kind of argument as to why, right? Because a man is naturally all, always stronger. That's the same energy and mentality I want you to have when it comes to these kind of stories. When men usually can overpower a woman. Not every woman, not every woman, nothing's an absolute. But in this particular case, two predators decided to prey on a woman, right? Who knows what they told her? Who, know, who knows how they convinced her, right? And that was the, the PSA she put out, by the way, right? Back in July 5th, 2019. It's, it's, it's extremely... Sad and disheartening to see that fellow men, if you can even call them that, are doing, you know, this kind of disgusting, you know, disgusting acts. But I wanted to bring it to you guys' attention because more, more than anything, please see that this is not a race issue. This is a thing that we need to hold men accountable for. Right? It's an absolutely disgusting thing what's happened. And like you said, it's really nothing to do with race or anything like that. It's all about, I guess you could say, like abuse of power. And like I think that you said it really well there with, uh, you know, men do have to be accountable. Because, I mean, this surely isn't the first time that this is happening in the world. I mean, how many, how, how many stories do we hear like this, unfortunately? Yeah, I mean, but hell, we're going to cover another one, right, about a similar topic. So there's yeah. tons of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, it's endless. It, And how many times do you think, you know, you've heard, like, you know, these guys telling other guys stories because they feel safe amongst other men? Because, you know, if you tell that story to a woman, you're going to get called out. And that's one thing as men, you know, when we hear those types of stories, when we hear those things, we have to actually call out and say, guys, that's wrong. You know, you can't say that kind of thing or you can't do that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, if anything, that's what, you know, the next few stories will prove is that us men need to need to not, um, it's almost like shelter, you know, this kind of behavior, right? And saying, you know, it's my buddy, what, what can I say? You know, it needs to be where if your buddy came through and said something like this, you immediately, you know, put a stop to it and you tell him, dude, what the F is wrong with you, you know? What, what, like what, what is literally wrong with you in your head that you would think that I'm going to, again, kind of cover your ass up with this, you know? And it's not about people saying, oh, well, because you need to be homies, friends. It's BS, mm. you know? Uh, again, <laughs> can't wait to get to the next story. Not, not, not the one that we're going to talk about right now, but the next video, I should say, where, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to let all out on the BS 
that Do- David Dobrik, the famous YouTuber, tried to come out as an excuse and say, oh, well, you know, I just couldn't believe that my childhood friend, F you, man, F you. I, I get people get sentimental, right? But mm-hmm. guess what? I would, I would at this point, hell, I know that if I did something this disgusting, Josh would call my ass out and do what he has to do. And I would expect him to mm-hmm. turn my ass over if yep. I need to, right? Hey, Josh, guess what, dude, last night, oof, <laughs> I got this girl drunk. I hope that's the that's where Josh records me and says, okay, keep talking, dude. Yeah. It needs to mm-hmm. be. I get it. There's a whole, oh, don't be a rat. I get it. There's a subculture, right? But it doesn't make it any better. It's, you're still a disgusting being. And if you cover it up as a friend, I mean, how are you any different? In these case of these of the two monsters we just talked about, right, who will remain unnamed, they they what do you think they were talking about while that girl was unconscious and being taken advantage of? No one stopped. I mean, no one's like, dude, what are we doing here? Get off of her, man! I, you know, we got to no. Terrific, Ter- you know, just terrifying. But let's get into the next one. The next one is mm-hmm. just as as bad. We have a story, uh, unfortunately, out of the blaze. Twitter says calling, I'm not going to say the guy's name, uh, a, quote, white Christian terrorist doesn't violate its misinformation policies. Now, for those of you guys that are not aware, there was, unfortunately, a shooting um, by a a monster, a disgusting monster, that killed, um, I believe it was 8 to 10 people in Colorado. Uh just tragic now that day that it was announced a lot of people the mob went out and said it was probably a white guy which i don't agree with at the end of the day i will never stop insisting that these monsters don't carry color don't carry race they're monsters they're animals there's worse than animals they're scum and awarding them with a race <laughs> it's way too much because here's the thing I'm Mexican, and I'm proud of being Mexican. And when they say certain Mexicans in Mexico have done atrocious things, right? There's one guy that comes to mind all the time who committed mass murder. They call him El Pozolero, right? He used to essentially dissolve men in acid. He's not a, he's not a Mexican. He's a POS, right? He's not a human. He doesn't represent my ethnicity. He doesn't. You stop representing them. That's the, that's what we need to take away from a lot of these pieces of shit. It's take away their humanity. I'm, I'm, I know it sounds extreme, but we need to. They should not claim any race. When a supposedly white man does a mass murder, he doesn't represent Josh as another white man. Right. Right? They become less than human, and we should treat them as, Right? I don't care if there's like mental health and all this other conversation, which we will talk about here in just a second. But I, I, I disagree with the Twitter mob, right? When they, the day before, I'm sorry, again, the day before this article came out, they were already labeling it because he looks like a white guy. Now, I know some YouTubers choose not to air video photos of these monsters. Unfortunately, just to give you more context, I will in this case as well, right? I normally try not to, but this is the piece of that committed the end. Right. And when they released this initially and people saw that person at the supermarket, let's take away the picture. I want to give him that much in there. Um, they said, oh, see, he looks like a white guy. Him, oh, another white guy. 
And I, you know, later on, upon you know, we, the, the article comes out and the, the news outlets come out and they're like, dude, it actually wasn't a white guy. He was actually a Muslim guy. And I, again, I insist with the same, uh, the same point that I'm trying to make. Why reward him by saying, oh, he's a Muslim. I don't believe all Muslims are bad. I don't believe all Muslims are terrorists and I don't believe all Muslims are killers. It's stupid to even say that. It's the same stupidity when you're like, oh, all white guys are racist. All white guys are supremacists. Bull because not all Mexicans are drug traffickers. I'm a Mexican, as Mexican as it come. If you haven't noticed, for those of you guys listening right now on the podcast, newsflash. I'm a nice, dark, brown chocolate Mexican. And guess what? Cartels don't effing represent me. They don't. I'm not one of them. So when they're like, oh, you're Mexican, do you yards? People get offended, right? They're like, are you fucking kidding me? I've said that joke before when I was cutting yards in Oklahoma and my own yard and people are like, hey, how much to do the next house? Like, Dude, I, I live here. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, why? You know, by people, when I tell a story sometimes, I laugh at it, but a lot of people don't. They're like, Dude, that was so racist. Okay, I understand, right? But why do we get upset? Because they're just, they're, they're, they're assuming, stereotyping, right? That I'm a Mexican, I must do yards. So with that same energy, Understand that not all Muslims and all white, white, white people are terrorists and killers and all this other crazy nonsense. This is just a piece of That's what he is. That's all he is. But people insist, like this article here, right? At least in this article, I guess they're trying to correct the record by saying, oh, he's not white, but he is Muslim, which, mm, you know? I mean, will you so tell close. me? Well, I think, yeah, I think what what you were saying before, um, well, now we're going to go, apparently this guy did have a few uh, mental health issues and uh, we were going to touch on that a little bit because, I mean, yeah, obviously what he has done is a horrible crime and, you know, has to be, um, I don't know, there has to be justice there, no? But at the same time, we also have to, we have to look into how, how did this guy get, you know, uh, manipulated by a certain group of people to commit this horrible atrocity, or was it something he fabricated himself in in his illness, or is he? At, well, I'd like to know a little bit more, like about his mental illness, like what he has exactly, how it affects him. To see if he's uh, using that as kind of like a way to get out of it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. um, I think there was there. I mean, with a person, when a person commits such an atrocity. I think there's many ways of looking at it, right? You're going to have a uh, psychologist, right? Break it down in, in a, in a way that they understand it, right? It's all to do with the mind. And then you're going to maybe look at someone like uh, a religious individual, right? And they'll break it down, to, you know, however they can understand it, right? Maybe by, by the, the Bible or whatever, whatever, how, again, however they can best explain it. You're going to look at someone like me, that I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a very religious person. I'm just a guy with a mic who tries to preach and use and practice critical thinking. And I will say that this is an individual that is disturbed. Like you said, probably was radicalized. Um, and let probably let social media relatives and friends kind of influence his way of thinking. And ultimately his weak mind caved in to the point where, 
he he encouraged himself to commit these atrocities. That's all it is, right? People want to spin all these crazy narratives, right? Again, you can even talk to someone that believes in like voodoo and magic and they're like, you know what it is? It's because he had a demon in his ear. It's like, yeah, you know, again, it, <laughs> don't be fancy. Don't be fancy. It's like the other guy. And I wanted to talk about it here, by the way, for those of you guys are like, wow, JT, you're not talking about the other white guy that was a white guy with the Asian parlors. There is no difference. I see a monster, a piece of, I can't, you know, I don't want to repeat it too much for those of you guys with kiddos around, but that's what they are, right? Oh, you want to put the label first white? I mean, if that suits your narrative, but that's not mine. Though that guy was demented. He said he was a SEX addict. That's what he said. He openly said, you know, that it drove him to commit those atrocities because he was addicted to that. And the parlors supply that kind of thing. I know there's massage parlors on the outside, but it's well known that many of these parlors do more than just a massage or a PG massage, right? And he got addicted and he was denied and told no more, I guess, allegedly. And it popped something in his mind because he was an addict. Really, a, a guy throwing a tantrum, which is no different than Josh and I have said it before on the show that many of many people are, that's what they are nowadays, Right? They throw tantrums because they're entitled. This is an entitlement. And he went on a killing spree. But again, immediately people are like, it's because, you know, hate against Asians, hate against. Listen, there have been hate crimes. I'm not going to minimize that. Just like there has been hate crimes against uh, street vendors, right? Who happen to be most of the time Latinos by certain individuals. Sure, hate crimes, yes. But in these stories that we're talking about today, there has been no clear evidence, right? Now, going back to the story here at hand, right? From Newsweek, some users have deleted their tweets calling him white. Others have defended their claims saying they were uh, based on Alyssa's skin color rather than his ethnicity. Now, how crazy does that sound that people would actually say that? So what do I look like? Brown, right? Am I going to be labeled if one day I do something the opposite, not an atrocity because I don't have any plans to do like this, but I do something fantastic. You're going to, oh, the brown guy who became a famous podcaster. I mean, how racist is that shit? That you immediately just start slapping these color skins. I mean, God forbid tomorrow uh, Josh goes out and gets a really nice Mexican tan. And he he looks white because of his features. (laughs) But he's really dark. What are, you know, what are you going to call him? It's just ridiculous, man. It's it's really, in my opinion, undereducated. It's racist, for sure. And and if anything, it shows um, the lack of, of critical thinking, right? To Especially for those people that allegedly doubled down. It's like, yeah, he wasn't fine. Fine. This, this POS wasn't. You know, white, but he looked white. <laughs> what? What? Um, the article there, by the way, also goes on <clears throat> to say that the, the magazine said it sent Twitter four tweets to review, right? Meaning once this whole thing unraveled and it actually came out that he wasn't white, they kept asking Twitter, which is why this whole article, actually, I guess, was written in the first place. 
and Twitter themselves doubled down, right? And you can go on, guys, and read the article if you want yourselves. But even Twitter, which is why this whole thing that I'm showing right now, for those of you guys only listening, go went on to just double down, right? And saying that they that they would stand by, saying that uh, that they're that you know this was a a a white man from an institution like Twitter, by the way. It's like arguing with a five-year-old, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it certainly feels like it. It's like the more you the more you kind of push, and then like the more that they push back. I, I in yeah, we have a expression in uh, where I'm where I come from, arguing that black is white. I guess black is white. Black is oh, okay, I get it. Kind of like yeah, just yeah, I, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like you know at this point, instead of Twitter themselves coming out. Right. And and the tweets that were reported to them and stuff like that, taking them down for misinformation, which I hate to be the one to uh, defend Trump. But how many tweets that we hear and we discuss here on the show that were taken down? People were raged because it was misinformation by good old Donald Trump. Right. There needs to be a clear uh, line in the sand for everyone, regardless of your political party. And if it's misinformation, it's misinformation. And in this case, Twitter just double downs and says, yeah, it is. But he kind of does look white. <laughs> you, you can't make everyone happy, Twitter. You can't make everyone happy. I mean, come on. Just call it for what it is. You've got it wrong. It's okay. Just get over it, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, just, just own up to it. But with that, let's move yeah. on to the next story, right, that I want to talk with you guys about. And that is uh, that... Even uh, Mexican president, as said here by the New York Post, let's go to that real quick. Uh, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador blames migrant crisis on Biden. Now, I don't know why there's a photo here of cute puppies. <laughs> that is not Manuel Lopez Obrador, in case you guys are wondering. <laughs> oh, damn ads. Here we go. All right. So the, uh, the uh, article goes on to say that Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador blamed President Biden for the migrant surge that has erupted into a full-blown border crisis, arguing the uh, expectations has set left migrants with the per uh, perception that they would be let into the U.S. López Obrador made the remarks while speaking to a re uh, reporters on Tuesday. The morning after government met with Biden's envoys, for the region who were visiting to address the record spikes in illegal border crossing. Now, man, this, this brings me back to the episode we didn't record. We talked about it. Josh and I talked about it at length. We even had some videos um, that I was trying to find earlier, but because of what well, was pressed for time, I couldn't find him anymore. But Oscar del Blue, if you guys don't, don't know who that is, he is a well-known local reporter there in Tijuana who has been, you know, you can kind of say fighting the good fight in bringing a lot of this information to light that even now with Trump out of, out of office, um, you know, you still have a big problem at the border. Now, before there was all these kids in cages, let me tell something to you guys. It hasn't changed, right? Uh, people coming to the border again, we unfortunately don't have that video anymore, but, uh, there mm -hmm. was a, a video that I can at least summarize for you guys where Oscar del blue has local, migrants that were waiting there to cross in Tijuana, essentially, how did they feel? And one of them went on to say things like, you know, I feel betrayed. You know, I feel like uh, this guy invited us over. Essentially, now that the orange, bad orange man was out of office, 
you know, this guy was supposed to be our savior. And Josh, what, what did you say when we, 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 we did talk about it like two, two or four episodes ago. Remember that? Yeah. I'm trying to think about it now. I, I guess I'm going to word it a bit differently because I can't remember exactly what I said, but it's like, imagine your wife inviting the whole family over for a dinner party with like an hour's notice and you haven't been to the supermarket or anything like that. So it's kind of like that. You're like, oh shit, we got to cook something. We got to think of something quick, you know? And that's pretty much what Joe Biden's done. He's pretty much said like, oh yeah, so we're going to let everybody go through now. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Well, he didn't say that literally, but he said it in a way that certainly appeared like that to uh, people trying to cross the border. So what happens is like, well, yeah, like America was not ready or United States of America were not ready for him to drop that or they didn't have the infrastructure like set up for any of this to, you know, go well, you know, cause you know, no one's really opened up the borders that much. So, yeah. I mean, and to so. be honest, I mean, what, what, what kind of infrastructure do we, do we need to have, right. To get to mm. the point where we know we've known for many decades that we've had a problem with mass migration that other countries have faced similar problems and they've had a lot of criticism and backlash for the way they've handled it. But here we are in the U S because we're so full of ourselves thinking we, we got this, you know, and then in so many words, right. As we talked about in a previous episode, um, we're like, you know what, now that I'm in office, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a really good plan. Now I know mm -hmm. some of you guys will be like, but he didn't literally say that. Like I know, you know, like Josh just mentioned. Here's the thing, guys. Okay, with Latinos, for my Latinos listening, you might agree, right? You really, you really have to watch your words very carefully, <laughs> because you know, if you tell one of us, right, grab a beer, we're gonna grab two. We're just gonna grab. Two. We're gonna grab three, maybe. We're gonna grab two for now, one to go, and then one for for my friend. And that's kind of what happened with Biden. You know, he's like. We're going to have a really good plan. You know, we're going to have, I think he was something crazy, like 300 people per day. You know what Latinos heard? I'm invited. I, and then that Latino told, told another Latino, Vámonos. They're Biden saying that we're invited, dude. Did he say that? Yeah, he mentioned us by name. <laughs> That's what happened, dude. And what do you have right now? Now you have a whole bunch of people saying, where is my invite, dude? You say you were going to let us in. Now, I think there's a lot of agitators as well in this whole mix because I saw that some of these migrants somehow already had t-shirts. I don't know how they, they don't, they barely have money to eat, but they had teachers t-shirts already basically saying Biden let us in. Now, you know, while Josh Keir gives his remarks, I'm going to try to look for that photo. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. He, he has shot himself in the foot, Biden. But I think, you know, that's not only a thing with Latinos. I think that's a thing with 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 any, any large group of people when that kind of a mob mentality sets in. It's just like the story has changed like so many times. So you have to, like you said, you have to be very careful with what you do actually say. I mean, like how, like like the story that we just spoke about before, it was like he's a white supremacist. It's like, well, he obviously wasn't, but it's still there. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Check this out. Here's right here. <laughs> Dude, they supposedly barely have money to eat or to house their poor children for many of them, right? Look at all those poor kids right there, dude. <laughs> but somehow, some 
you know, I think it was agitators, right? Uh, to create maybe some some coverage in the news. You know, when out, even if you're telling me each of these shirts are only worth 10 bucks, count the bodies. And this is one picture. I saw another one where the group looked like short of what comes out of like Estadio Azteca, a crap load, like thousands of people. You know, again, even if you're like, oh, cheap shirts, dude, five bucks, which I'm, that's not even realistic, but five bucks, printing, size, and everything. You know, dude, that's a lot of money. Right. Right? But they barely have money to eat, Jonathan. That's what people say. How dare, you know, Trump, back in the day when it was Trump, make these poor individuals sleep on the floor in tents. And my argument now would be like, okay, well, the orange mad bat is out. Where the hell did you got the money for this? Give it to them. Right? To live somewhere that's more humane instead of making effing t-shirts. I mean, am I wrong here? I mean, what the hell? Well, no, exactly. Yeah, I think you're completely right. And yeah, God knows where they did actually get those t-shirts because, uh, yeah, I mean... If I think you're probably right, it's thinking it's the uh, it could be some kind of uh, agitator or something like that. That seems to make the most sense. I, if anything, uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, who else would do it, man? Do you know they didn't put money together to do this? I don't think they would. You know, no. You're in Mexico, dude. People, people will not pay more than what a few pesos for a shirt. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, exactly. that's just a thing, dude. You know, they're not going to. Especially not to get no. it with a name that they don't even care about, like Biden. Let us in, like that, dude. Give me a marker. Give me a marker. I'm gonna turn my shirt inside out. <laughs> you know, boom. These shirts, you saw them, right? Mm-hmm. Nicely printed yeah. on, you know, like nicely the Biden colors. Here it is again, and everything. You know what I mean? That's not something a, a Latino does. I'm sorry, we just don't do that. You know, I know that, and I'm here in the U.S. I'm I'm, I'm a Chicano from the U.S., and I don't even do that shit. Whenever my kids are like, can I buy a Pokemon? I'm like, I'm going to go buy you a sticker. I'm going to put on your shirt. Same. Get pinche Pokemon shirt. Nick and nada. I'm not going to get a Pokemon shirt. I'll put a sticker on you. You know? How about those water tattoos? They'll last forever. <laughs> I'm just sorry. We don't. We don't do that. But anyways, um, I'm joking. I'm joking. For all of you guys that are taking me serious. I'm joking. Of course, we buy name brand. <clears throat> That's fake. Anyways, let's go back real quick. <laughs> to what supposedly Opres Obrador said. He said, allegedly, right? Now, I don't think he said this in English. I think I'm sure this is translated. But he uh, uh, said something like, expectations were created that, uh, that with the government of President Biden, there would be a better treatment of migrants. And that the, and this caused Central American migrants and also from other country uh, wanting to cross the border, thinking that it would be easier to do so, right? Now, people can examine these words from the president himself and says, oh, well, even if it's translated, you can clearly see there that the guy said that the president would have better treatment. He never said anything about letting him in. You're not hearing me. That's not how Latinos work. (laughs) Like We just don't work like that, dude. You never want to tell, first of all, examples, a Latino, how long until you get here? What do we say, Josh? What do we say? You've been in Mexico for a while. Say it again. Yeah. Ahorita. What does ahorita mean, Josh? It could be anywhere between one second to forever. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can say that's dumb. Wow. People shouldn't be like that. Listen, I can argue with you all day long, but I'm also not blind. 
right, to how Latinos are. All Latinos? No, of course not. But clearly enough of them that is creating a problem at the border. Duh. Right? Where this is literally nationwide news. And unfortunately, in that video that I didn't record because I'm that smart, uh, two weeks ago, this was already heating up. We saw it with our own eyes, boots on the ground, Oscar El Blue on the ground, talking to these people, right? Seeing the tents. Let me tell you, man, as Mexicans say, es un desmadre. It's just mm -hmm. chaos right now. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like the Biden administration is genuinely doing much other than patrolling their border and basically turning a blind eye-ish and saying, well, they're in Mexico technically. They're not really our problem. Here's, a, here's the issue with that. The, those that are, first of all, there's two issues. To say, sorry, neighbor, that's your problem. Yeah, I know we caused it, but it's kind of your problem. It's like cutting your grass using a leaf blower. It goes from your from your yard over to your neighbor. You're like, yeah, you also blew trash over, but now it's in your side. Technically, it's not my problem, neighbor. You know, I went to your side of the fence. You'll be like, dude, that's messed up. Like, you created this problem, you know? Okay. Next problem, the ones that do make it through, guess where they're going? Nowhere. They're wanting to go to these, I'm going to call them camps. I'm not going to go as far as saying concentration camps. That's, that's excessive. But these camps, right? And I say camps because that's what they're treating it like. They're putting all these makeshift tents and, or even sometimes sending them as, uh, as far as to convention centers all, all across the, the border cities. I know San Diego is going to do something similar because that's my hometown. And I saw the convention center will be used to house illegal immigrants, they're going to use it and they're going to do that in Dallas, Texas, right? Which is sort of close, right? To, to, um, to a border city. And what, what is this doing for one, the taxpayer? And two, what is this doing for those that are on that side still? They're like, you know what? Let's just risk our lives, risk our children's lives. In some cases, something as crazy as sending children by themselves, which dude, it, it sends chills down my spine to think of the dangers, right? So right. that border patrol people can pick them up and take them to these camps. It's The whole thing is effed up because like Josh said, we have no real immigration plan here in the U.S. We just don't. Let's be honest. We, can, we can't pretend we win at everything and we do everything correctly. We just don't. We're really effing irresponsible, right? All right. Well, I guess we'll leave it. Th we'll leave it there then, because um, yeah, it's 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 effed up, man. And um, you know, mm -hmm. it's just some topics are not really super crazy, uh, but any stuff that you should know, right? You should know about the crimes that are happening. Don't feed into the frenzy of calling it, you know, that they are some kind of racial hate, you know, crimes. They're crimes done by monsters. Unless I was telling Josh, unless you officially hear that any of these monsters take alleged claim for like a white supremacy um, group, right? Like if they say, I, I know I'm doing these crimes in the name of the KKK or something, then okay, let's label them for what they are, right? And not that those groups are any better anyways than these monsters. But mm -hmm. when, a, when, a, when, when a POS does it out of his own twisted reality, he's, no, he's nothing more than a POS. He's subhuman. I'm sorry. I know... Activists, because they're activists, even for crazy people, will say that's poor treatment. I'm sorry, not in my eyes. You know, I still believe in, believe in the death penalty. 
um, because in some cases they deserve it. They do. Some people, unfortunately, they just don't deserve to breathe the, you know, breathe in the same air that, you know, we're breathing us, that we are actually following the law and we're not our wording people and essay people and just plain out killing people. They, they don't, I'm sorry. sounds harsh, but that's my belief, right? I'm not going to hold back on that, you know, because if that was your sister, you would, you would definitely agree. If that was your mom, you would want, you don't want this person to spend the rest of their life, you know, being catered to prison, right? Because one thing that I'll say as well is that people believe, at least I've heard prisoners from other countries believe that being in prison in the U S despite of anything nasty that goes on in there, it does not compare. It's like being at the holiday inn or whatever hotel you like, right? In comparison to being like in prison in other parts of the world, right? For sure. And um, I'm sorry, they don't they don't deserve. I'm sorry if they're gonna be doing shit like this, they're subhuman. I don't see I don't see the the skin color you know in these cases, right? So that's what I'll say for the first few stories, and then for the last one, pay attention. I know there's a lot of things that you guys might love about Biden. You got one of them being that the the bad orange man is no longer in office. You know what? Let's get over all that shit. Because at this point, this is a real problem in this country. And I think it's going to be a problem also for countries, como dicen en español, no deben, no la deben ni la temen. Meaning, or something along those lines. It's like, it wasn't even their effing problem. And we're making it their problem. Places like Mexico. It's like, how is it, how is it their effing problem? That people want to come to the U.S. It's like, you know. What they're 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 guilty because they're neighboring to us? What the hell? You know, we created this problem here in the U.S. And as Josh mentioned, and I'll, I'll reinforce, he he opened his mouth and spit out words that he didn't really think about. You know, maybe just because he was under pressure. Who knows? But this is a problem now, and we gotta help Mexico with it, and we gotta deal with it here at home as well, because we're housing thousands of of, of immigrants, right, of illegal immigrants, while we have. We've, we've, which we also talked about, uh, a problem with uh, homelessness here in the U.S. It's a big problem, right? We've covered different stories, you know, and there's only so much money to go around. And let's not forget, Corona's not over yet. <laughs> you know, like this whole COVID shit's not over yet. We have a lot of problems, and this is one that we just don't need. So pay attention, you know, to those of you guys that are just blindly loving Biden. You need to put the pressure. I'm not saying hate him, but you need to put the pressure. If you're in the States, you guys need to put the pressure, Right? Because what you don't want is for radicals to come out and think that they're going to do their own justice. Right? So, with that, guys, we'll leave it there. And, uh, and yeah, until, until next time. See ya.